All right. Wow. I'm so excited that uh, I feel like, Emily, you are a friend of our ministry because I believe that God has put us um, kind of on the same wavelength. I, I, we connect. We connect. And, you know, sometimes you connect intellectually. I just feel like there's this wavelength in the Holy Spirit. Um, totally uh, respect the ministry that God has called you to. This is Emily Klotz from Resurrection Life in Cadillac. She and her husband, uh, Pastor Dan, minister there. They've been there for about 10 years. She is a women's ministry pastor there. So just please welcome Emily as she comes today. Thank you, Karen. So honored to be here with you ladies again. And Karen, thank you for inviting me. It is true. We are soul sisters. We don't in the natural know each other that well, but obviously very well in the spirit. Um, I want to start by making a declaration over all of you that I got during worship. And by the way, that worship wrecked me. Anybody else? Amazing. Great job, worship team. Yeah, you can clap for them again. <laughs> like, amazing, guys. You did so good. Um, here's the declaration. This is what the Lord is saying to you. Get ready now, daughters. Spring up, oh well. Becoming a fountain and a geyser on the inside. An explosion and an overflow of living water. My love in you is living water. Overflow, daughter, overflow. Don't hold back. The thirsty ones are all around you waiting. Freely you've received, freely give. Amen. Amen. Yeah, you can clap for the Lord. We'll clap. We will clap all day for Jesus. <laughs> yes. All right. Thank you, Lord. So let's just pray. Father, thank you for your Holy Spirit. What an awesome privilege that we get to carry the Spirit of the Father everywhere we go. We get to overflow with you. So today, Father, open our eyes to see what you're doing Open our ears to hear what you're saying and open our mouths to speak what we're seeing and hearing. Holy Spirit, you're so welcome here. Come overflow in this place. In Jesus' name, amen. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start by prophesying a little bit, a few things for 2020, which you may have heard some of these things. I mean, God is saying the same thing across his entire body of Christ. Um, and it's for really this coming decade, because as you all probably know by now, God doesn't work in our calendar years. You know, we have these words for 2020 and these words for every single year, but actually he works in seasons. And this coming decade is a season that the Lord has given us um, to work in. It's an exciting time to be alive in the body of Christ. So one of the things that I heard God say for 2020 is that it is time to take bold, brave action to live our identity. Live it. And it's going to produce miraculous results, if you're willing. In the past couple of years, I've noticed that God has been teaching us and challenging us to begin living in our identity, or discovering, I guess, our identity, finding out what that is. Who are we really on the inside? Still doing that, you know, but 
I believe that in this decade, he's challenging us to take another step further and say, okay, why, do, why are you finding out your identity? What are you discovering and why is that? Why did I make you the way that I made you? Well, it's to take bold, brave action because there is a huge harvest outside the walls of your home and the walls of the church. There is a huge harvest and we all get the honor of being part of that, being part of bringing in God's harvest. So last time I was here, we began to see how that purpose and identity that God has planned for you, how to remove some obstacles in your souls. And some of these ladies doing the workshop, they're showing you exactly that. It's so awesome. Um, remove some obstacles in your souls that are keeping you from living in your identity. Lies that you believed about yourself or about God, maybe all your life. And I also heard that you guys have been learning recently how to see and speak the truth over yourselves to replace those lies with, with truth, which is very, very important. Um, my husband and I are actually doing an a online training right now called Blueprint for Freedom, and it's going through all of those principles of like seeing where you believe some lies, removing those things so you can see the truth and begin to live in your abundant life, like Annalise was just saying. So today, we're going to take things a step further. We're going to dig into tech, taking action. And we're not just going to receive the truth for ourselves and our own identity, but we're going to begin speaking that truth into other people. That's part of how the, that harvest is going to come in. It's how you're going to begin living in your identity. You are a treasure that God wants to share with the world, with the world around you. And so no holding back, right? That's what he said. I met with this um, lady the other day that I, that I mentor, and she had a powerful vision I felt like I should share with all of you because I really believe it's for all of us in the body of Christ. She saw a line of people like prisoners. They were all chained together. Their heads are down. They're all their legs are chained together. They're just walking, drudging through life day after day, downcast, heavy burdened, dirty clothes, chained to the expectations of the people in front of them and behind them, chained to comparison, chained to heavy uh, burdens every day, chained to the previous generation, the strongholds of the previous generation. And Jesus came along with an axe and he began cutting the chains in between each prisoner. And as soon as he cut the chains, she saw herself in that line, and she said, all of a sudden, I was clothed in white, just glorious, bright, shining, joyful, not, no longer the dirty rags, and he's the lifter of our heads, so she was, you know, head up, shoulders back, no more depression, anxiety, weighing her down, or comparison, or expectations, chained to other people's opinions all the time. No more of that. Free to live in your identity. Free to fly. So that's for us today. And honestly, I prayed about this topic that um, I'm going to teach today because I prayed about it for a while because there's so many amazing things that God is saying for 2020 in this coming decade. But I just have to stay in my own lane of anointing. <laughs> you know, some talking about identity here. So I got to stay in my lane of anointing. And that's just an example for all of you, because if I just stay in my lane, 
of purpose and, and uh, identity, then uh, the same will be true for you. That's where you're most effective. So I'm passionate about helping people be continually filled with the Holy Spirit and pouring out, helping them use their gifts, hear God's voice, and pour him out to the people around you. So this is how we're taking that step further, to live our identity, to take that bold, brave action. It's by answering the question, why? Why do we have the gifts that we have? Why do we carry the identity that we carry? Why do we even hear his voice and carry that, uh, that amazing, unique identity that he gave you? There's a saying that I like, it, um, you probably heard it before, that God's gifts are not just for our enjoyment, for, but for our employment. Not just for our enjoyment, but for our employment. The reason we're discovering who we really are right now in the body of Christ is for us to encourage and build up and bring in a harvest of, God, of people into God's kingdom. And time is short Time is short. We can't waste any time. So it's a season for bold, brave action to live out our identity. Almighty God lives in you and flows out of you. And he is passionate about the people around you and wanting to just pour out of you to them, his, his love to them. There's so, something so powerful and healing in you when you can pour him out of you, when you reach outside of yourself. Maybe you're even going through something difficult. I don't know a ton about psychology, but I think they've said when you can reach outside of yourself that, um, maybe you girls could help me with this, that you can do something for somebody else, that it breaks depression and anxiety because you're not just uh, inwardly focused anymore. But you can pour out outside of yourself. So you, depression, anxiety are broken when you reach outside of yourself. It's a Joshua 1 kind of season. In verse, uh, I think we have verse 9 that's going to be on the screen. But verse 6 says, we get to lead other people into their promised land. It said, you take these people and you lead them into your promised land. That means we get to show them how to live in their identity. By us living out our abundant life, we get to show other people around us how to live their identity, their abundant life, with freedom and joy. Okay, here's verse 9. Here's verse 9. There we go. <laughs> Joshua 1, 9. Uh, this is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And when God commands something, it happens because he commands it into being. Here's the revelation that I got from this verse. This is the Lord speaking. It is not a suggestion. It is my command, not a demand like a heavy expectation I'm putting on you to do something, but a declaration directly into your spirit because that is who you are. By commanding it, I speak it into existence in you. I create courage, faith, and boldness in you. You will be brave and bold and confident as you obey my truth. Pour me out, child. There's no lack in me. And I am with you wherever you go. Isn't that powerful? This next decade is going to be marked by huge harvest of people 
and miracles, miracles that are going to increase over time. They're going to increase in number, and they're going to increase in power. You can expect it. It's for the purpose of bringing in the harvest. Here's what God spoke to me uh, back in December. He said, join me in what I'm doing over the next 10 years. Just join me. He's just inviting us. Join me. My harvest will take this entire time. It is that big. New leaders, including your children, must join me as well in this commission. Miracles will increase. Glory will increase. Practical wisdom will increase. Daily matter-of-fact breakthroughs will be normal. And that's what's called power evangelism. I don't know if you've ever heard that word, that phrase before, power evangelism. But here it is in the word of God. Mark 16, 17 and 18. These miraculous signs will accompany those who believe. They will cast out demons in my name. They will speak in new languages. They'll be able to handle snakes with safety. And if they drink anything poisonous, it won't hurt them. Which I believe that's obviously, you know, demonic things and anything that comes against you. So any weapon formed against you, it will not prosper. They will be able to place their hands on the sick and they will be healed. And then again, in 1 Corinthians 2, 4 and 5, and my message and my preaching were very plain. Rather than using clever and persuasive speeches, I relied only on the power of the Holy Spirit. I did this so you would trust not in human wisdom, but in the power of God. And again, in Romans 15, verse 19, Yet I dare not boast about anything except what Christ has done through me, bringing the Gentiles to God by my message and by the way I worked among them. What's that way? They were convinced by the power of miraculous signs and wonders and by the power of God's spirit. In this way, I have fully presented the good news of Christ from Jerusalem to Illyricum, okay? So let's talk a minute about being filled with the Holy Spirit. How many of you here say, I've been baptized in the Holy Spirit. You know what that is. You have received the Holy Spirit, been filled with gifts, spiritual gifts. A lot of you. Okay. Do you want to raise your hand if you have not or don't know what that is? Don't be shy. (laughs) Okay. There were a few of you who did not raise your hand. I'm still going to talk about it. Okay. There are a few of you. (laughs) it's something I am super passionate about. And whether you've been filled with the Holy Spirit or not, you got to be constantly filled, right? Because I've seen how the Holy Spirit can change lives so quickly. To fully live out your identity and purpose, it is imperative to be filled with the Holy Spirit. I feel like it's impossible to live a fulfilling and power-filled life, the Christian life in these days, without the filling of the Holy Spirit. Because it's his gifts. It's his power. We can do nothing in our own strength. I mean, we could do some things, but that only takes us so far, and we can only sustain it so long, right? His power and presence poured out of you to change the world. That harvest is so huge. There is no way we can do that without the power of the Holy Spirit flowing through us, without the ideas that he gives and the purpose that he gives and the passion that he gives. And we sang about it this morning, the love that he gives. His love, the Holy Spirit carries the love of the Father. He is the spirit of the Father. He has the heart 
of the Father. How can we love the world around us without the Holy Spirit giving us his love for them? His passionate, never-ending love that sees to the heart of a person, not just the outward appearance or the external actions, not just the dirt and the grime of life, but they see right to the heart. That's what the Holy Spirit does. He calls them by name. We need him to love people around us. Here's Acts 1.8. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Well, what's the power for? You will be my witnesses. Jesus is talking here, telling people about me everywhere. In Jerusalem, throughout Judea, Samaria, to the ends of the earth. Jerusalem represents your family. Right there in your hometown, your family, your neighborhood. Judea represents the outlying areas, maybe right outside your neighborhood or the places you go every day. Samaria, your community, your whole community, and to the ends of the earth, as far as you can take him. Jesus also said in John 14, 26, when the Father sends the advocate, also called the counselor or comforter, as my representative, this is Jesus talking again, that is the Holy Spirit, he will teach you everything and remind you of everything I told you. You do not ever have to say, I can't do what God's calling me to do. I don't know how. It's too big. Because the Holy Spirit gives you his mighty power, the power of almighty God on the inside of you. You, can, you never have to say, I don't have what it takes. He has what it takes. He always has what it takes. He always knows what to say. He always knows how to love people through you. He has gifts. His gifts are way bigger than your gifts, you know. His gifts on the inside of you that you have free access to. Anything that's in God, we have free access. All of him. The treasures in the heavens, anything that's needed, we have free access. He's the perfect teacher, the perfect coach. He'll give you tr daily training if you ask him. And he reminds you of the word of God when you need it. That's pretty awesome. There's a reason that it's called baptized in the Holy Spirit, the filling of the Holy Spirit, because he fills you to overflowing. The word baptism means immersed. So he's not just in you anymore. He's flowing out of you. That's a declaration God made at the beginning. Spring up, oh well, a fountain and a geyser. Like there's so much power on the inside of you if you just let him out. He's like, let me out. <laughs> you know, you want, you want to be immersed in him, overflowing with him to the people around you. When God prophesied in Joel 2 that he would pour out his spirit on all flesh, he meant he would use us you and me as his vessels to pour out his spirit on all flesh. Because his spirit was poured out from heaven already at Pentecost. But now we get to carry his spirit and we get to pour him out to the people around us. Another example of that, he said, the knowledge of the glory of God will cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. How is that going to happen? Through you and me. We are vessels. We get to be vessels of honor, it says in 2 Timothy Vessels of honor, the gold and silver, purified by fire. 
purified by fire in order that we could pour out his glory. We get to be containers. I mean, who can contain his glory? (laughs) Obviously, he's going to overflow, right? Nobody can contain him. I just want to give you a quick word that I got earlier this week about about that, about being vessels and um, going through the fire, being purified so that we can be those pure gold and silver vessels so that we can pour him out, pour out his glory. I saw myself as a vessel and... He said, Malachi 3.3, and I'm not going to read it right now, but this is a season for purifying, purifying by fire. But don't let that make you afraid because this is what he said. In my arms, I carefully hold you and I protect you in the fire. I don't abandon you to the furnace all alone. Like I literally saw him wrap himself around you and me, and then go into the fire with us. So if you're going through some fire right now, and you feel like everything is dark, you don't, where, no, don't, don't know where God is, you can't hear his voice, you can't really see him right now, he is wrapped so closely around you, guarding you, protecting you, loving you, with you in the fire. That's why it seems dark, because he's so closely wrapped around you. Your face is right up against his chest. Isn't that so beautiful? It is powerful. He will not throw you in the fire and go, okay, you need to be fixed. You know, he goes there in there with you. He said, this is my love that I'm purifying you because I want you to be a vessel of honor for my use so you can pour me out on the people around, around you. So in Acts 2, when the believers were first filled with the Holy Spirit and they began to pour him out with boldness, bold, brave action, guys, bold, brave action. You can help but be bold and brave when the Holy Spirit is filling you up, right? Then those miraculous gifts they had, they used them to preach to the crowds of people and thousands, thousands came into God's kingdom in just a few minutes. That's all it took. That's the power of the Holy Spirit. And all the gifts that are in the Holy Spirit, if you don't know about them, they're in 1 Corinthians 12 through 14. He wants to freely give you, freely give you his gifts to fulfill your purpose and change the world. Like I said before, they are gifts that are in Almighty God himself. They're called gifts of the Spirit because they are his gifts. He just lets you use his gifts. Like, we have access to the faith that God has in himself. That's what the gift of faith is. God's own faith in himself that nothing can ever shake. And it is, there's no room for doubt or fear. God's gifts, almighty God on the inside of you, flowing out of you. Powerful and perfect. 
So before we move on, I just want to pray because maybe there are a few of you who have never been filled with the Holy Spirit, or maybe there are a few of you who really want to be filled up again after talking about how amazing he is flowing out of you. So I just want to pray with you really quick. If you all could just lay hands on each other at your tables, we're just going to pray and ask the Holy Spirit to fill us up real quick before I go on. Holy Spirit, you are a good gift and all you give are good gifts. We are not afraid of you. All we have to do is ask. So here we are asking. Holy Spirit, fill us up. Just say it, guys. Holy Spirit, fill me up. I want everything you have for me. Yeah. And if you have your prayer language, begin praying in your prayer language. Stir him up on the inside of you. If you don't have your prayer language or you're not really sure, just start making sounds like a baby to your daddy. Or if you're not able to, if you're shy about it, come talk to me later. I'd love to help you receive that gift. Holy Spirit, stir up the gifts of God on the inside of us. We want to overflow with you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Okay, so now that's how easy it is. You're ready to use your gifts. You're ready to use them. You don't have to go to Bible school to use gifts of the Holy Spirit. You don't have to go to the Bible school to preach a message. You don't have to go to seminary to uh, tell a testimony. If you have a testimony of something that Jesus has done in you, you're ready to go. Jesus told the guy that he delivered of thousands of demons, a legion of demons, he said, go tell your testimony. And 10 cities got saved, right? He went to 10 cities, started preaching the gospel, telling his testimony. If you have a testimony, you're ready to share it. You're ready to use the the gifts that Jesus has uh, given you. So the first part of this workshop style, which last time I came and I did a workshop style and I just, that's who I am too, like Karen said, and I really want to walk you through this. The first part is we are going to speak some words of knowledge over each other. We're going to practice hearing the Lord's voice for each other, and we're going to speak it over each other. Don't let that be scary because this is a safe place. (laughs) Nobody's going to laugh at you, and if you get it wrong, it's okay. It's okay. This is a place to practice. It's a place where in church, I feel, should be a place to practice our gifts because the real use for them is outside the walls of the church. So here, here's the practice time for you, okay? So you're going to find someone either at your table or at another table, preferably, that you don't know very well, somebody you don't know very well because the Holy Spirit knows them intimately. <laughs> And there's no judgment, you know, so outside the walls is where the harvest is, so it's fine to practice and it's fine to get it wrong. But honestly, if you speak something encouraging over somebody, 
you can't get it. You can't go wrong. You know, that's God's voice. So as long as it's encouraging, you're good to go. Um, so like last time, I walked you through seeing a picture using your imagination, like Karen's talking about. And God is going to, we're going to ask him to show us a picture or speak a phrase, even a word. But this time it's not for you. It's for somebody else. Okay. And it is okay to use your imagination because, and I'm sure Karen's going to go into detail on this on her workshop, but God gave you your imagination on purpose. It is through your imagination that you see things from God. When Paul said in Ephesians, he said, enlighten the eyes of our understanding or the eyes of our heart. Lord, enlighten our eyes. And you know, in the Old Testament, where I think it was Elisha, maybe it was Elijah, but I think it was Elisha and his servant, maybe you'll know. I don't know. Elisha and his servant with the, when he was like open his eyes to see. Anyways, it, the point of the story is <laughs> there was a gigantic army coming against them and they were surrounded by this huge enemy army. And so Elisha was like, the servant was really afraid. What should we do? They're surrounding us. We don't, there's no way we can, you know, come against this huge army. What are we going to do? And Elisha was like, Lord, open his eyes so that he can see what's really going on here. And the Lord opened his eyes to see what was happening in the spirit. And he saw instead of the army, I mean, the army was still there, the enemy army, but all thousands and millions of um, flaming angels and chariots and the armies of God. There are far more for us than against us. And how do you think that Elisha's servant felt when he, his eyes were opened and he saw that? Just shout it out. How do you think he felt? Power, bold, safe, confident, peaceful. Good. That's a good one. Amazed. Ooh, humbled. Yeah. So good. So good. So from fear to bold power, confidence, safe, humble, peaceful. If you need any of that, ask God to open your eyes. See what's really going on in the spirit, right? So use your imagination, and you can see in the spirit. Your spirit can see things that your natural eyes cannot. 1 Corinthians 2.10 But it was to us that God revealed these things to us by his spirit. For his spirit searches out everything and shows us God's deep secrets. If you get a picture and you're not really sure what it means or a phrase, it's okay. Just speak it out over that person. You can tell them, I'm not really sure what this means. They might know. For example, a long time ago, Dan and I were praying over somebody. And he saw one baby shoe, not two, not a pair, but one, one baby shoe. And he's like, I don't know what that means. Something about your childhood. And she goes, oh my goodness, I was a twin and my twin passed away when, as a baby. And I've felt incomplete ever since then. So she just broke knowing what that meant what it meant that God was speaking to her and just saying, I have healing for you and wholeness for you. 
So you see how powerful it can be to speak something into somebody. It's okay if you don't, you don't know right away what it is. So how I get words of knowledge is I like to lay my hands on someone. I just close my eyes for a minute and just let the Lord speak. I try to see a picture usually because that is a really powerful representation of something he's saying. But sometimes I hear a phrase or I uh, see a scripture reference in my mind or hear it. A scripture reference, I look that up and I can speak that over them. Um, How you usually hear God. Maybe maybe it's seeing visions. Who here sees visions, dreams, sometimes? Uh, Maybe you usually hear God's voice. Who usually hears God's voice? Okay, several of you. Sometimes it is, this is a little different. It's more of a feeling that you get. You can just feel or sense, yes. Some of you are saying yes. Okay, so you may get a feeling and that's okay to describe what you're feeling to that person, okay? Because you're feeling something the Holy Spirit feels for them. Okay, remember, bold, brave action, <laughs> girls. So don't be afraid. Go to somebody you don't know very well and begin to step out. Because when you step out in faith, I really believe you're going to be amazed at how God will come through. He will give you something, and the um, results will really be powerful. So let's just pray. I'm going to pray over you, and then you can go. I mean, go to, not go, but go to somebody. <laughs> Don't leave yet. <laughs> okay. Lord. Holy Spirit, come back. <laughs> Lord, we just thank you that you do stir up your gifts on the inside of us. And right now, we know that you're going to give us pictures and words and encouraging things for each other. Lord, we're just practicing and something that you want us to do and you want us to use these gifts with people in our everyday life everywhere around us so we just um, pray Holy Spirit open our eyes and our ears once again we just want to be faithful to speak whatever it is that you're showing us in Jesus name amen All right, go to somebody You might want to write it down when you hear something. All right. Are you done? Okay, awesome. All right, ladies. Good job. I know you might not be completely finished. If you really need to finish what you're saying, we can do that at the end. But we have one more little part to this workshop. All right, so if you can just kind of find your seats real quick. We just have a few minutes left. That was really good. Yeah, that was so fun. Did you like that? Yeah. That was fun. Okay, we're on to the next part. Okay, one person liked it. (laughs) No, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, On to the next part. Now, this is why we're practicing it, okay? We're going to get words of knowledge for people in your circle of influence that maybe are outside 
of the church. Maybe they live in your neighborhood. Maybe it's somebody you're going to see at the grocery store. Maybe it is people, a people group that you have a passion for, okay? Has anyone ever heard of treasure hunt with the Holy Spirit? Treasure hunting. A few of you, okay? So this is a, um, a treasure hunt is basically searching for treasures that are treasures to God. And God's greatest treasure are people. His greatest treasure are people. And the greatest power of God is his love for people. His love is the greatest power in the entire universe. And his love for people is powerful. So this exercise, you're going to see some treasures some people that God wants you to find. He's already picked them out for you to find them this week, to come into contact with them and to speak into their lives. All right? So you just know God's already setting up. We call him sometimes divine appointment or something, but he already knows where you're going to be every single day at every moment of every day, and he knows who you're going to come into contact with. For example, I did a treasure hunt, small group at church one time, and it was uh, for the purpose of praying healing over people. So we prayed ahead of time. We pictured people that God wanted us to meet. We pictured the location that he wanted us to go to and meet these people. And we pictured details about the people so that we knew for sure it was that person that we were supposed to talk with and pray, pray for. I went there with, uh, we went two by two, And I went there with a friend to um, the hospital was where God showed us to go. Went to the hospital, sat outside. It was a nice spring day. And we just waited to see the people that we had seen in our mind's eye ahead of time. One lady with um, kind of a reddish, really curly hair. And uh, we went up to her and said, we were felt like God showed us you earlier as we were praying, and we wanted to pray for you. If you need healing of any kind or anybody in your uh, family needs healing. And she just broke down and cried. I'm just coming from the hospital, visiting this person in my family, and I really could use that prayer right now. So just know God has it set up for you already. And... um, Usually, even if the person doesn't know the Lord, they usually will accept prayer from you (laughs) or something that you have to say to them, okay? The cool thing about trusting the Holy Spirit, he knows who to send you to and he knows who's going to receive from you. He knows that what you have is going to be received by these people that he's bringing you into contact with. So maybe it's someone you know, you're going to get a word of knowledge for somebody or a word of encouragement for somebody could be someone you know. That person could come to mind. Just give them a phone call, take them out to coffee, speak into them what God says to you. But it may be someone you've never met. Maybe God shows you yourself going into Target later today or tomorrow. This is your homework, and this is a challenge for for this coming week, okay? You're going to see where you're going to be, and as we pray for a picture— you're going you're gonna to see, like, their hair, their clothes. We want to get very specific details. Maybe they have a baby with them. 
the details that God wants, wants you to see, the car they're driving. So ask the Holy Spirit for specifics and where. And then while you're at that location, then look for that person. Okay? So look for that person. And just boldly go to them. Tell them, I was praying for you early this week. I saw someone that looks just like you when I was praying. I saw that person in my mind, and I just wondered if I could say this to you. Well, I feel like God has this encouraging word for you. The Holy Spirit, this is an important part right here. He may have a group of people for you to speak into. I saw this specifically for somebody in this room. People, they might be a group of people like struggling single moms, women getting free from an addiction, and you are supposed to give them the, this word of encouragement you're about to get on social media or your blog or whatever it is to give that to this specific group of people. Maybe it is a whole blog post written to encourage that group. Sometimes if God shows you a specific group of people, that's a key to your purpose. So make sure you take that to heart. That's a key to your purpose. You have a passion for this group of people. You have God's heart for them. You're going to begin living out your purpose. That's your abundant life right there. Living it out when you speak into that group of people whoever you're drawn to minister to. As long as it lines up with the word of God, God's heart and his character, it is God. You don't have to be afraid of speaking that to them. Obviously, nothing judgmental, nothing harsh. Um, If you would be encouraged by it, then it's okay to say it. All right? So we're going to pray. We're going to pray real quick and then write down what you see and what you're going to say to those people. I mean, you can't write a whole post right now, but yeah, take your little papers or your little papers on the table. If you don't have a journal with you or something, there's some cards right there. Get as specific as you can. So Holy Spirit, open our eyes to see what you see. The people, the person, the location, Lord, very specifically show us in our mind, show us the treasure that you have for us to come into contact with this week. And we open our ears to hear what you have to say to them, Lord. We want to see their hearts. We want to speak directly into their heart and their spirit. So give us ears to hear your heart for them. Give us boldness and courage, Lord to be obedient, to talk to that person, to look for them, Lord. We seek them out like buried treasure. You said you give us treasures hidden in secret places, Lord, dark, dark places sometimes. But Lord, we want to uncover your treasures this week and just speak into them. So Holy Spirit, have your way in Jesus' name. Okay, so there's no wrong way to do this. And if you're not sure, you can always finish it later. But I saw lots of you writing things down. If you go up to somebody and they say, no, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to hear it or no. It's very rare, but if they say, no, I don't want you to pray for me, say, that's okay. Have a nice day. You can always pray for them later, right? God gave them to you on purpose. So you can pray for them later, but you did your part.
to talk with them. And maybe even just you approaching them matters. Okay, it matters for you. I know that for sure because that's bold, brave action. It's taking some action to use your gift to come into contact with somebody that God showed you. So, um, yeah, just practice living it out. And that's your homework for this week. And you'll have to check up on them next week. (laughs) So I love you, ladies. Thanks so much for having me here. Okay. Let me know if you have questions after.